I'm Danny Carter Iddins, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and the founder and creator of Taking Back You. The month of May is so special for moms, and this May should be no different. And mama, you are facing a unique opportunity right now. This is the perfect time to get started on that dream business that you always wanted to start, or to level up the business that you've started but haven't had the time to grow. And that's why I created Mom Business May. Join me for this free 30-day online workshop that takes you step-by-step and shows you how to start and grow your own business. And even better, throughout the month, I'll be joined by an amazing group of mom bosses whose main goal is to help you make your entrepreneurial dreams your reality. Just think, by this time next month, you could have the beginnings of a great business on your hands. Claim your spot by visiting facebook.com slash groups slash mombusinessmay2020 or visit dannycarteridens.com for more information. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear from seasoned mom bosses every week in May. This May is going to be one for the books, and I can't wait to get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. Hi, guys. How you doing? It's Danny Carter Iddens, your host this week and every week. And you guys, I know I always say it, but I am so excited about this week's show because I have a guest for you that is just an amazing woman, an amazing artist, and just an amazing person all around. Her name is Amber Fife, and she is the owner and founder of Women Create Weekly. And I want you guys to just really enjoy this episode because like every episode where we have guests, we just share some amazing nuggets that go above and beyond what the topic is, which is all about being creative and learning how to put creativity into your normal everyday life as a woman and as a mom. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and that you just are able to learn from Amber and what she has to say. I think she's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman. And I just really have enjoyed getting to know her during this entire process of getting her on the show, talking to her. We've had um, two conversations and they have lasted longer than um you would think when you're meeting somebody for the first time, but she's a wonderful human being and just one of those people where you're like, yeah, this, this, this woman is the real thing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back at the end to just share a little bit more information about Amber and about um, the Taking Back You Momcast. I'll talk to you guys in a minute. Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, a.k.a. the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. So, hi, Amber. How you doing? Good. How are you? 
I am great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, so Amber, you are the owner, founder, and creator of Women Create Weekly, which is a blog and online membership program that offers opportunities for women to tap into their creative and artistic sides and allows for self-discovery. So how did that, how did that, how did you get into that? Um, when you fill out those like attribute forms when you're a little kid, creativity was always like the first thing I described myself as. And um, I grew up with an autistic mother. And so I was surrounded by awesome art supplies. And for all those home projects that moms hate, my mom would be right there with me saying like, let's do this. And what about this? And so my, my projects always looked amazing. Um, and it got me, you know, in on the job training to do lots of creative stuff. And um, so with that as a background, I did math and art in college, found photography to be the marriage of the two, but it, there was a lot of anxiety that I found with running a photography business. If any of your listeners have tried to do that or do do that, there's a lot of comparison and rush and hustle and stuff around that. Um, and I found myself wishing for times, time to make stuff with my hands. Um, but I just didn't have time. And um, fast forward 13, 14 years. And um, well, fast forward like 12 years from when I started photography. Um, we moved for the third time since we'd gotten married. And I decided to take a break from photography and try homeschooling and kind of putting my heart on my kids. And um, kind of lost my identity because I'd wrapped it around photography for so long and um, decided that I wanted to start making things. And so we started, um, I started doing um, art more on a regular basis and doodling and just making marks and doing it on a more consistent basis. And I found that my anxiety, which had been crippling um, through self-care and through this art meditation, art practice, um, was becoming manageable and and I thought I don't know how many women had artistic mothers or room fulls of professional art supplies you know when they were little to play with and I thought wouldn't it be great if I could help more women to find um, help for their life's challenges through art um, because when you think of art, you think, oh, you have to be perfect, you have to be amazing, and people have to love your work, and you have to sell it. But that's not what an artist necessarily is, um, and doing creativity in any form is going to carry over into every other aspect of your life, your home life, your professional life, and everything. So that's how I think the question was, how did yeah. I get started <laughs> yeah so finding like re-coming back to my um, creative roots and um seeing it help myself and wanting to help other people too well that that's really awesome and, and you talk and we talked last week about the importance of you know making time to create and you know just doing that on a regular basis and you spoke about how it helps to oil all the other aspects of your life and I like the you know your use of the word oil ha 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 um, <laughs> and you know and how you know those aspects of your life can be you know work family 
how you view your housework, your relationships. And, you know, I think that's important because you are a wife, you are a mom. Um, like you said, you're a homeschooling mama on top of everything else. So you're just a little bit busy, I would say. <laughs> just a little busy, you know. But I really love how you are taking, you know, this idea of being creative and being artistic and it's something that you grew up with but did you find that you know maybe you you you'd gotten away from it I guess just as you grew up and life changes oh yeah and like that and I, I mean I did that... go ahead no you go ahead I'll just say um with in college with my art classes um I was an art major and I was doing math I didn't declare both until I was uh, a year from being done um and um, once I was done with college, um, and I discovered photography, I spent all my time with photography. Mm -hmm. So after years of perfecting that craft and working really hard and, and improving and, uh, streamlining that whole process, I tried to draw, I tried to pick up a pen and paint and it just, it looked juvenile. It looked like it was just, it wasn't what I had in my head. And it was really frustrating to try something that I really wasn't as good at anymore as I was at photography. And so I just kind of put it, put it back away. didn't mean I wasn't doing anything artistic and creative. I was making cookies and decorating cookies and doing, doing kinds of artsy things, but, um, but putting myself out there in a, um, how would you say it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. to, to try something new that you're not good at yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's really what I've tried to create in my community is that safe environment that's totally okay to try something new and it feels curious and exciting instead of discouraging and overwhelming like it might if you're by yourself. Right. And, and we, we discussed last week, um, I told her, I said, listen, I'm a choreographer. And if you give me dancers, I can build a beautiful picture on stage. If you hand me a paintbrush, though, not so much. <laughs> so I totally understand that fear um, of, you know, worrying about if you're creating a, you know, a, an amazing piece of art, but it doesn't always have to be that way. You can be doing something because it fulfills you and it brings you joy and it relaxes you. Um, you know, so in 2018, you created Women um, Create Weekly. Mm -hmm. And you really did that because you wanted to help women kind of find themselves through art. Mm -hmm. You talked a little bit in your introduction about what had, you know, happened that kind of led you up to there. You had done, you said three moves? From the time we got married, well, moving to get married mm -hmm. into apartment together and then um, moving to my husband's grad school and then moving here. So Okay. I don't and, really count the first moves, but as a family, moving two two times. Okay, and so yeah, those are and I, I we have moved. We we done a big move from Valparaiso, Indiana, to Indianapolis, which was it just it's it takes a lot out of you. And you said that it kind of led to you having you know some issues with anxiety, which I completely understand. Um, so when you are being creative, or when you're you know painting or doing your artwork, what physiological changes do you notice about yourself? that kind of help you helped you to realize, hey, this is a good thing and this could be used as self-care for, you know, women who um, might not have an outlet 
you know, I don't know, going, we always, I always laugh at my show. Self-care is not, you know, spas and candles and, you know, hanging out. So how did you notice this? What physiological changes did you notice about yourself that kind of told you like, Hey, this is a really good thing. And this could be really helpful for other women. Yeah. um, There's a bunch that happens and sometimes you're not even aware what's happening to your body while you're doing it. Um, The biggest one is your breathing Mm -hmm. that as you sit, I mean, as you sit and you're taking the time, even if you're just making like little marks, little doodles and little swirls around the whole page, and you're just taking that time, your breathing slows and your body starts to relax. A lot of times I hold my tension in my shoulders and I'll have that tension in my shoulders. And it isn't until I've been doing it for a little while that I realize my shoulders are down, more relaxed. My breathing is slower. I'm breathing deeper in my belly instead of just up in the chest. Um, Another thing is, um, I don't know if it's physiological, but your your mind begins to clear. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if you've ever had this, but you go to bed at night and all of a sudden everything's playing through your mind at once of everything that could have gone wrong or will go wrong or things that you have to do the next day or your mind's just (laughs) racing. Um, And I find that when I'm setting aside time and Julia Cameron in the Artist's Way um, book, she talks, she calls them artist dates. And you set yourself a date for an artist date to have a date with yourself to create art in some way. And um, as you're doing that, you have this time set aside for you, even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's, you know, a short period of time, you let yourself just be present and that clears your mind. And then solutions will come to your mind more easily in that clear slate than if you're trying to cram everything you need to be worried about right now, right there in the middle of your head. Um, so that's another one. Another one would be you lose track of time. Mm. Um, that the time, your, your time is up, whether that means a kid rushes into the room and demands something of you or your timer goes off, you have to go make dinner or whatever it is that um, you know you're doing a good thing when you've enjoyed it enough that time seems to go quickly. Yes. And I feel like probably right now, a lot of people are spending a lot of time at home, <laughs> which mm-hmm. might go a little bit faster than it is. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, another, I have to tell you, for my listeners, I'm going to tell my listeners this. Um, I, and I, I, I shared this with my listeners before, I always send a pre-interview questionnaire to the people who are going to be on the show, just so that I can make sure that you guys are getting the right information. Um, and that, you know, my guests are able to showcase all of their abilities in the, in the, you know, best way. But one of the things that Amber talked about in her pre-interview questionnaire that I thought was just, um, it was a, it was kind of like a mind blowing, maybe come to Jesus moment for me is you talk about this idea of creating a habit of creativity. And I thought that that was, first of all, it's a brilliant, um, I I think you need to write a book on that uh, because I think that that's a brilliant topic. And on top of that, I just think that it's so cool because, you know, like you said, you're an artist, I'm a dancer, but I love this idea of a habit of creativity where we are getting in the habit of like being creative and of creating new things that don't exist before. And I think that that is something that we, we lose, you know, in motherhood because we don't always uh, feel like we have an avenue to do that. So kind of tell me how you got, you know, 
where that even came from in your brain, this whole idea of a habit of creativity and, you know, how do you use it with your clients and with the, you know, women in your life, the females in your life um, to kind of help them incorporate this into their creative work? Um, yeah, I'd, um, I'd thought about teaching art when I began teaching photography mm -hmm. a long time ago. Um, but then I went the teaching photography route and, um, that you have these, uh, paint and palette nights where a bunch of girlfriends get together and they make all variations of the same painting and they post pictures and it's so much fun. And the people talk about how much great fun they have. And that is a fantastic thing. And I recently did, um, a paint, pouring paint, um, class by myself. A bunch of people were there, but I just went solo cause I was like, I want to learn it. And so I, um, enjoyed that experience but the problem is, is if you have one experience like that in like three years mm -hmm. then you haven't had the chance to give your mind that expansion possibility of, of of things and so yes those things are awesome and totally I'm not getting down on those um but if you have in a way where it's a personal experience for mm -hmm. one where it's your your personal investment for your personal benefit and growth you're not doing it for someone else or for social media posting mm -hmm. it's a personal development aspect of it um and it's it's the big it's the changing the way you approach the world with a sense of possibility and curiosity and problem solving instead of victim and overwhelm and discouragement mm -hmm which is kind of what I easily drop to. And mm -hmm. so that's one thing that's helpful for me is to have this curiosity and the possibility route of, is there a better way I can approach this problem comes from a sense of, of creativity. Mm. And so when we're doing little ways of, of enhancing our creativity, those are going to help us in our problem solving to be more optimistic and hopeful and workable instead of stuck. So a habit of creativity began um, three years ago. I started um, just, there's lots of different challenges all the time with, in art communities about here's a month's worth of prompts and you do a little sketch about that prompt. You can do, you know, make up your own prompt, just list items in your house and go draw something with that theme. Um, they're just getting yourself moving in some way gets you started and anything you do is going to help that progression and that growth. So as we have a habit of creativity and that looks in so many different facets for you, that could be um, spending 30 minutes choreographing in your mind and what that's going to look like and feel like. And as an exercise, not necessarily for a specific project um, or maybe it's giving yourself 10 minutes to get excited about scrolling Pinterest on projects you might want to do, you know, that might overwhelm you or it might be inspiring. You have to judge and see how that mm -hmm. feels for you. Um, but give yourself these little snippets of what if and exploring um, where that can take you. So that might be sketching before you go to bed for 10 minutes at night. It might be um, going buying some new paints. It might be um, clearing a place in your home that's been cluttered for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, it might be making, uh, it might be coordinating, um, a group virtual surprise for someone. I mean, you're creating happiness and you're creating community. 
Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a physical painting to give to someone, um, but there's lots of different ways that can help foster that um, way of thinking, way of being. Well, that's, uh, you know, yeah, I love that. And I, and I think it's really important, like you emphasize, um, it, it could be what your creativity looks like for, you know, one person versus another person can be very different. Um, and so not to limit yourself and it, and it does pique your, you know, curiosity and it does make you think like, oh, well, um, you know, what can I do? What are things that I can do that I haven't, you know, even like thought about being able to do? Um, and I really appreciate that. Uh, and, and that's kind of what's always drawn me even, you know, like I said, by, and I'll, and Amber, I'm going to be hundred percent. I still don't know if after this, I'm going to be any sort of um, drawer. It's not, it's just not pretty. It's not good. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> like just being real, you know, and I'm, and I'm learning this. Um, and I shared this, I shared this with Amber last week, but um, in, in mops, we would have like craft weeks and I would be the one I finally, I just started asking the crafts coordinator. I was like, if I pay you, will you make mine? Um, because they would, <laughs> they would come up with these like awesome crafts that you could in theory put up in your house, but I would be like, Oh, I can't put that in my home. <laughs> so finally I just, I would have her do that now. And I know that's not the right thought process. Um, but my, my perfectionist brain, I think always get the best of me. And that is something that I have to work through all the time. Um, so you're, you know, this idea of a habit of creativity right now on Facebook, you are doing daily lives on weekdays on, in your mm -hmm. Facebook group. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, so uh, right now I have um, a paid membership where we have monthly projects with weekly live group Zoom calls, and we've been doing that for uh, almost a year and a half, and it's fantastic community of women. Um, when everything started rolling out about things um, kind of shutting down, mm -hmm. um, I kind of had it on my heart to serve the community more. Um, I know a lot of moms aren't used to having their kids around all the time and uh, can go kind of crazy. And so um, the first um, the first week were a bunch of, um, the first two weeks were a bunch of kids crafts that you could do together. Um, and then right now I'm having like weekly themes. Um, we did a nature theme last week and drawing from nature. We painted clouds and... Um, now we've kind of moved into the house. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but um, I I love serving people. I love helping people discover that that art isn't that hard. It's just mm -hmm. a series of steps. And when you have the breakdown of the steps, you can create beautiful things. And um, a lot of time, you mentioned perfectionism, and um, a lot of time we have that perfectionism can be paralyzing and it yes. stops us from even beginning the process mm -hmm. and to, it, it just kills that curiosity. And so as we learn to um, show up and fail on purpose, that's when the growth really happens. That's when we say, that looks kind of funky. Why does that look funky? Let me try it again. And you get to try, do it you know, again and again, just like if, um, if you're learning a dance move and you weren't able to get the spin or whatever, somebody could say, well, if you just tuck your left leg in this way or whatever, um, then you like, Oh, I get it now. 
Right. Um, and that's the same thing with art that some, I mean, you'll be, the more you do, the less perfectionism has a hold on you because you know that this isn't the end result. Even if it's the final product of the thing you're working on, it's not the end. Right. And it's still going to keep going. You still learn and grow and you still have fun. And so it becomes less important about the perfection and the, um, the product. And it's more about the process and how that changes you along the process than what it is you're actually creating. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot about that um, with my students. I have a saying that I always say for them when they're trying something new. I always say, try, fail, revise, repeat. Um, and so, like you know, and, and the reason for that is, you know, in, 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 in the dance world to get a, you know, a good pirouette, which is kind of where you turn on one foot, it takes seven years to get to like master that. And so I start off, you know, and some people say, oh, well, you don't want to be negative. And like, well, yeah, but you want to be realistic. Um, and so I start off with my students and I say, listen, this is going to take a long time. But what part of the journey is learning and revising, figuring out how to move your body, figuring out how to hold your body. And you know that all of those things that you're doing are going to lead to success in, you know, at a later date. I mean, it also, I think too, helps to feel a certain sense of satisfaction because, you know, I can be, if I'm being honest, things that come easily to me, I don't necessarily appreciate them as much as the things that I had to work for. Um, so I definitely see what you're saying, the, the whole idea of perfectionism. And it's funny because I, you know, it's one of those practice what you preach kind of things because I, I talk to my listeners all the time about not being afraid of failure. Um, and, but yeah, I think you're right that we have to be willing to put ourselves out there, be willing to fail or be willing to not be as successful as we'd like, because that's where actual learning happens. Um, when we can take that, go back, revise, regroup and, you know, do it again. Um, and be okay and be okay that, you know, that that happened. Um, and I think that's where most of us get stuck is being okay with the, you know, with the product, the finished product not being exactly perfect. And I can tell you that stopped me from going to, you know, like you said, the art, um, the, like the wine and, you know, painting, um, that stopped me from going to those too. My fear of like, well, I'm not going to pay $65 for, <laughs> you know, something that when I get done, it's not going to, you know, um, be, it's not going to look exactly like it does on the website picture. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, but I mean, really at the end of the day, it's supposed to be something that, like you said, helps me tap into my creative side and it's, it's supposed to be fun and it shouldn't be stressful and I shouldn't be avoiding it because I'm afraid of the stress. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're right that we have to be willing to step outside of that comfort zone to, you know, to do this. Um, like you said, whether it's art or w- whatever, really, anything that's kind of outside of your comfort zone. And that's um, what I'm kind of doing in my daily, my weekday lives that... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing this for over two years, um, the blog and, and trying to start, you know, with this community. And um, I did um, YouTube at first and I was spending so much time um, storyboarding it, mm-hmm. shooting it, mm-hmm. editing it, posting it, sharing it, blogging about it. 
and it was taking up so much time. Yeah. And so even though I loved it and it was enjoyable, I just kind of stopped doing yeah. those um, YouTube videos and um, same with blog posts. So I tried to email my, um, my email list and kind of do that once a week if I can. Um, but all of this happening right now, everybody's doing stuff from home and everything's raw and unpolished. And yes. it's been a, a really big blessing that I'm showing up. I'm, I'm creating a schedule as I go. I don't know if this is going to go three more weeks or eight more weeks. I, I don't know um, how long the country's going to be like this. Um, but I'm here to serve and I'm here to do stuff and try things out. And so like today's, um, for part of today's art time, we did seven minutes of cleaning. And I don't know if, um, if my audience is going to think, oh, I felt invigorated, you know, with that just a few minutes of cleaning mm -hmm. or if you're like, well, that's lame. Well, I'm going to clean if I'm watching art. Like, right. and so, and, and, and so I took a chance and yeah. I, um, that's, I think it's so important to be living what I'm trying to say too, is that I'm, I'm real. And I, um, like one of the things I talk about is having clarity and place to create. And so in my home, if you just set your, um, pick two songs that you love, turn them up really loud. And for those two songs for about seven minutes, um, you're going to clean a space. You can do anything for seven minutes. And so that's what we did today with our kitchen. Cause this week's theme is kitchen. Um, <laughs> And, um, I think a lot of time, like we get that paralysis from perfectionism and mm -hmm. trying to be perfect. And when we recognize that other people are brave enough to be imperfect, that gives us the courage to be imperfect too. And, um, that's kind of what's spreading right now is that willingness to be imperfect and just forge ahead and be courageous. And I think it's fantastic. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, when I started taking back you, I was doing, like you said, we're doing the blog posts and the this and the that. And I wouldn't post video online unless it had been, you know, like you said, storyboarded and perfectly curated. And um, my hair was on point and, you know, um, I have my eyebrows done and all these things, you know. And um, I mean, yeah, great. The video looks great at the end. But like you said, how much time do you put into that? Um, and then I also realized too that it wasn't necessarily who I was. Um, and that was really what needed to come through is just being my, you know, authentic self and showing other people that it's okay to be who you are. Um, and you don't have to always worry about putting, you know, your, uh, most perfectly manicured foot forward. Um, and so, or pedicured, I guess, technically, um, <laughs> foot forward, <laughs> for being, you know, specific, um, foot forward. And so I, I really appreciate you saying that. And um, I think that that is an important lesson that we, especially in this time, are, we're learning, and we might be honestly even learning it the hard way. Um, because, you know, even on a completely, you know, aesthetic note, there's just a lot of people who you know, are not able to go get their hair done or the nails done or their whatever done. And they're realizing like, I'm just going to have to look like what I actually look like. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, for, I think there's, I, I hope, I pray that there's going to be kind of an awakening for a lot of us where we realize, you know, it's okay to be who we are um, and to exist in a space where we can 
feel good about sharing who we really are and not have to worry about, you know, what, if people are going to be judging us or be thinking, um, you know, yeah, negative sure. things about us because we're you know, like, listen, we're all stuck at home and it's not, and what I think is, you know, as much as I don't like what's going on in the world on a, you know, a purely selfish perspective, cause I want to go, I, I'd like to go to the mall again. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I do think it is a great equalizer mm-hmm. because, you know, you have celebrities who are stuck in their houses. Now, granted they're in mansions. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're all stuck in our house. We're all stuck. Um, we're all having to change our lives. I, I told Amber before we started recording, I was like, Hey, guess what? I'm in my closet. Um, because my husband and my son and my dog, everybody's home, everybody's here. And so I had to, <laughs> I was moved to the closet, um, to record all of my shows. And that's probably going to be that way for, you know, quite some time. So we've all had to be inconvenienced and be, um, you know, kind of put outside of our comfort zones. But I think that that's a really good thing sometimes because it helps us see like, Hey, wait a minute. She's also inconvenienced and and he's also inconvenienced and, and they're making it work. I can make it work. Um, and I can step outside of my comfort zone and other people can see me step outside of my comfort zone and there's not going to be rapid judgment or rapid hatred, (laughs) which I think that was something that, um, maybe even three or four weeks ago was, a lot more prevalent. Um, we've all learned how to give one another grace. Yeah. Um, and I think that is perhaps that's the, the biggest lesson or one of the biggest lessons that we can learn um, being in this particular, um, you know, situation um, at this time in our history. And I hope that when, that when we're recanting this to our children, when they're older, because um, who knows what they're going to actually remember. Um, that's a lesson that we can share with them that, Hey, we figured out, we, we, it, it occurred to us, it dawned at us that at the end of the day, we were all human beings. <laughs> yeah. Which is something that we may forget from time to time. Um, so I, I, this will be airing probably, uh, from the time that I record this, it'll probably be another week, um, that it will be aired. So if that, it, I, I, I feel like you're still going to be doing these on Facebook, but if you're, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're okay, cool. And say, yeah. and even if for some reason, somebody's listening to this in like a year from now, I, you know, whatever, um, will those lives be available in your group so they could join your group and, um, still have access to that in the future? Um, yeah, possibly. They okay. Come to my page, uh, women create weekly on Facebook or come to our website, www.womencreateweekly.com. Um, they can check that out as well as the membership, forward slash join um they can check those out um i'm not sure if i'll like loop it into a group or have it be something on my website they can uh, put their email address in for or how i'm going to work that yet but um it's been really fun to we've just been talking about being raw and it's it's really good to have kind of a weapon against imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because um i know a lot of your listeners are um, moms who have other interests in wanting to not feel just imposter syndrome of feeling inadequate. Um, and as I started doing art, there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of art instruction. Um, there's a lot of that kind of thing out there period. 
And I've had a couple people saying, well, how are you going to be different from YouTube or how are you going to be different from Skillshare or these classes? And what's really important to remember, first of all, is there's no one else that is identically you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have your own flavor to bring to whatever it is you're wanting to do, whether it's something artistic or something uh, empowering other women or whatever it is, you have your own flavor and no one can duplicate that flavor. They can do something similar to you, but they can't be you. Right. Um, and that's not a new thought either. Um, but like, for example, with these other websites, um, you might have a bird watercolorist who've been doing it for 40 years and your stuff is never going to look like his, right? Because right? he's been doing it for 40 years. He's, that is his amazingness, you know? Um, so that helped me to realize that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to have everything figured out and I don't have to be good at every single thing that I do. I just have to give it my best. And, um, I mean, I have to be a good business owner and have things planned out and lead well and all that sort of thing. But as far as, um, my art skills, as I'm teaching these women, some people are going to pick it up really fast. Some people are going to have some struggles and ask questions and they'll get to show me what they're working on. And I'll get to say, why don't you bring your brush up at this point to a tip faster and, and, mm-hmm. and give them immediate feedback to help them on that process. And I don't have to worry about, um, not being perfect. Right. And we, we don't have to, whatever we're doing, we don't have to be perfect. And yeah, I, listen, um, I, I think that, you know, I'll I'll tell you two things and this is for my listeners. I'll tell you two things about Amber. I've known her for a week, (laughs) but I will tell you two things. Uh, she's an incredibly wise woman. And actually, I'll give you three things. I just thought of another one while, while I was giving my, making my list in my head. She's an incredibly wise woman. She's an incredibly patient woman. Um, and I know this because she homeschools her children. <laughs> so and that's just a guess I'm going to make about you, that you are incredibly patient. But finally, um, and I think most importantly, is that she is someone who has a very calming and just relaxing voice which I can tell you just in listening to you in this interview, um, I just want to keep listening to you, whether I paint anything <laughs> or draw anything. <laughs> like, I just, I think I'm just going to call Amber and have her talk me down, you know? <laughs> so if for nothing else, you know, join her, join her stuff so you can just hear her talk. Cause um, I think that, you know, her voice is super, super relaxing and um, it's, it, you are bringing down my blood pressure um, just hearing you speak. And I think, like I said, it ties into your, the wisdom, um, you know, that you are giving us. And that's just a number one for, uh, you know, taking back you is mamas who are sharing their experiences and their wisdom with other mamas. Um, and, you know, so I, I thank you. I thank you so much for coming on today for, um, you know, kind of reaching out to me. Um, I, I did a, a mass kind of, call, (laughs) calling mothers who do things. Um, 
and <laughs> and Amber and Amber answered the call. Um, and so, you know, first of all, I really want to thank you for that, um, for just being willing and, you know, able to kind of put yourself out there to to be on today to be interviewed. It's not easy to be interviewed. Um, and so, you know, thank you so much for that. And you're showing other people that they can, they can do this. They can, um, you know, start a business. They can, you know, create something. They can, there's all these different things that, you know, just looking at you, you set a great example for what people can do. Um, one more thing I want to, I want to tell you about Amber and I actually want her to tell us a little bit about this. Uh, you are an avid traveler. <laughs> am, I, am I correct on this? Um, and so I have two questions for you in regard to travel. So the first question is, where all have you been? And uh, second of all, where are you going to go after this coronavirus situation is over? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll so try to remember. A lot of them were, were, were pre-kids. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I went to... Um, obviously Canada and Mexico because I'm new in the U.S. Um, but we went to France and Italy. Um, I took Latin for five years. So we went as part in ninth grade in mm -hmm. high school to Italy. And then 12th grade, we went back to Italy as, uh, in, with our choirs. Oh. Um, and then I did a study abroad for art um, in China and Thailand. And then went to Japan afterwards. Um, I did mission work in Taiwan for 18 months. And I... Uh, my parents have done humanitarian work in Africa, so I've been to Kenya and Ghana, Uganda, and um, Sierra Leone um, just two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, and I think, I don't know if I left, missed one in there, um, but I love, um, now that I have four kids, airfare is quite expensive to get all of us anywhere. <laughs> Maybe not now. No. <laughs> just a thought. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since then, I love um, traveling with my kids on road trips because we have mm -hmm. autonomy of our time and our space. Yes, yes. And I have uh, friends from coast to coast. And so um, each year we go back to visit Oklahoma because that's where we used to live. My kids have friends there and my friends are there as well and photography clients. Um, but uh, summer before last, we did a coast to coast and back around again, oh, eight awesome. eight thousand miles, and I house hopped from a friend to friend to friend, and oh. I only had to get a hotel in um, at the Grand Canyon. I didn't know anybody at the Grand Canyon. Well, why but besides not? That, <laughs> <laughs> besides that, from uh, we're in New Jersey now, and all the way across down through Arizona, California, up to Washington back down through Idaho and then back across Utah and then back across through um, just stated at different families homes and their generosity and my kids loved it because there were new friends and new toys at every place we stayed and uh, I got to stay up late and have girl chats every time <laughs> oh I love it I absolutely so after love it. after this is all over we're definitely gonna um, want to go see our friends at some point um, in Oklahoma and I think it'd be fun to go uh, to Europe mm -hmm. uh, with my sweetheart husband. Yes. 
Oh, well, that's amazing. First of all, um, you've only you've only been a few places. So I don't even know what you're talking about now. Um, <laughs> no. So you have been all like when you say all over the place, uh, you've been all over the world. Well, that, that's really cool. And I love the, the road trip um, thing because that's that's what we do. Um, we're road trippers. And it started it, when my husband. Okay. My husband and I, we started, uh, we did our first road trip. We had been dating for six weeks. Um, and because God laughs while we make plans, uh, I met my husband. And six weeks later, I was supposed to move to California um, to go to law school. And so he said, okay, well, I'll take you. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 okay, whatever. And he drove me um, from Indiana actually from Chicago, because we went back to where I grew up, got all my stuff. And then we drove in my little Pontiac vibe from Chicago to San Diego. Um, and that kind of set the precedent for us of, of loving road trips. So that's our, and you're right, the autonomy is amazing. Um, every single year, we do that. We do a road trip. And this is actually our first year because of, you know, coronavirus that we have not, we don't have a road trip uh, immediately planned um but yeah I, I love i love what you said about the autonomy of road trips and i think that that's the coolest thing ever you just like drove around like from coast to coast like what <laughs> and you just stayed at, at friends houses and um yeah and we yeah i totally get it we've done the same things uh and i i loved it i still love it and now you know we have our son and um we we drove to disney world last year um, cause it was kind of the same thing. I was like, well, I don't want to be, you know, held down or boggled down by flights or whatever. So we just took our good sweet time and drove down. We stopped in a whole bunch of places on the way. Um, went to Disney world for a few days and then came home. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And I think that's really cool that you're doing that with your family and that they're getting to see the country and, um, you know, that they're getting to go back to, you know, Oklahoma and to see everybody and all that. Um, so I, I, I hope that this is over soon so everybody can go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to be sure. really ready to go somewhere. Um, we're, probably gonna, <laughs> we're probably just going to end up in Nashville. Um, that's our favorite. That's our favorite place to visit. In, in the, you think in the whole world, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> That's our place. We love it. Um, <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, we're going to go to Nashville um, and probably sit around and eat barbecue. Can't think of anything better than that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, Amber, thank you so much for being on uh, the show today. And I'm going to share everything, all of Amber's um, social media links and social media information. You can find more information um, about Women Create Weekly. You can just go to womencreateweekly.com. You can learn more about Amber. You can learn more about what she does. You can learn more about Women Create Weekly. You can find her blog and all the amazing opportunities that she offers to create. And like I said, I'm going to share everything on the episode notes, and it'll also be posted on social media, on um, my pages, and I'm sure Amber will share everything uh, on her end too. So is there anything else that you want to share with the mamas who are listening? Um, and it doesn't have to be about the topic today. It could be like you painted your nails pink. Who cares? Um, but just something fun or whatever, you know, that you want to share with everybody before we uh, end today. 
Um, couple things come to mind. I'm trying to think of what's what's the best thing to share. You can share both of them. <laughs> um, I want to give you guys a challenge. I know um, a lot of times we think art is really serious and has to be really perfect. Um, but my um, three-year-old was in this class that I was helping out with, and they had shading cream play, which you've seen on mm. on um, Pinterest, I'm sure, where you just put shaving cream out and you can just play with it. Um, or you can put food coloring in and make prints like, uh, art prints and stuff. Um, but I just want, like, if there is, if you have young kids, you can do this with them or just do it by yourself. Um, but just squirt out some onto a plate or a tabletop and kind of feel the texture and f- see what shapes you can make with your hand and just kind of have it be an experiential thing. Um, you could do this also just with soapy hands if you don't have shaving cream. Um, but just kind of be present and feel and look at sh- like what, how the light's falling on it and what shapes to create and just kind of have be a little experiential thing and then clean it up afterwards. Um, so just taking a minute to be playful in almost a childlike way um, can kind of be a good icebreaker if you're um, stressed or if you're not sure what to to do. Awesome. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's actually, you know, I was just thinking, I was like, do we have any shaving cream? <laughs> but I think we can order some on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. um, and the other thing I would say is, um, I heard this, I think it was like a PBS thing. I'm not sure where I heard it from, but um, art is for everyone and everyone is an artist. Um, and just the idea that um, once you start changing the story in your head about your relationship with art, that opens the door to possibility and experience um, creation in lots of different ways. And if, you know, if cross stitching isn't your jam, then do fluid painting and, or, you know, there's lots of different, there's so many different ways to express creativity, find one that flows and feels good and then explore that on YouTube and find all kinds of different ways to challenge yourself to explore that. Well, thank you very much. And and th- both of those are, um, I'm actually really like, but real talk, I'm actually going to go on Amazon and get shaving cream because my son <laughs> will love that. And it's going to be cold. It's beautiful right now, but it's going to be cold and like on Thursday and Friday. So that'll be actually really nice if I can get everything by then. Um, Cause That's I'm already awesome. trying to think of things to do um, once it's not 70 degrees. And, and if, you, if you have food coloring, you can put some dyes on that, some food okay. coloring in it, and then move it around with a with a toothpick, oh, and then put yeah. a piece of put a piece of paper down, and then pull it up and wipe off the excess, and you have marbled paper at the end of your plate. Oh, and you know, I mean, I have a six year old son, so that sounds messy, and it sounds perfect. <laughs> is... Or if you want to not deal with the, the possible eh, food dyes, whatever. then just play on the table. <laughs> you know what I found? Um, uh, we're, my husband and I, I wouldn't say we're like full-fledged granolas, but I would say that we are more uh, cognizant of what goes into food than not. And I actually found some um, food dye, like food coloring, that is made from like plants and cool. Yeah. So everything, so I don't actually mind him touching it or anything like that. Cause it is like, it's like rutabaga and like all these weird things that they use to make colors. I don't, I don't know. Beets, that's you know, awesome. like, like that. Yes. So, yeah, um, awesome. yeah, so I'm actually okay with the dye situation. Um, as long as, and I, I happened to buy from the dollar store, a bunch of plastic tablecloths. So 
we're good. <laughs> and good I, yeah, thank you. You should Godspeed. Huh? Um, and, and I'm going to also, I'm, I'm going to ruminate on what you're saying about being an artist and that, um, yeah, cause I, I feel like I tell myself I'm not, but I think I am. If you're, if you're creating, you're an artist. Yep. Um, so there you go. Well, thank you so much, Amber, for being on today. Um, and just thank you for sharing your wisdom about art and beyond. Um, and like I said, you can find her on womencreateweekly.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Oh, I'm LinkedIn. I think you had every, (laughs) you're, she's, she's everywhere. Um, so you can find her and I already know, I can tell you this right now. I already know of at least three people that I'm going to share um, this episode with directly. Usually I don't. Usually I just kind of send it out as an email and, um, you know, post it on like social media and stuff. But I'm going to share this episode directly because I think they need to hear, they like need to hear what you are saying. And so I just thank you so much for being on today. Have a like wonderful rest of your day. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on. I think you're doing such a good, important work with women and such an important voice for us to hear. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> I'm in my closet crying. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Awesome. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Am I right or am I right? Isn't Amber's voice the most just like relaxing, um, melodic sound? And I just love everything that she says and the way she says it. Please, please, please don't hesitate to visit Amber online at womencreateweekly.com. And you guys, you will not be disappointed. She is the real deal. And you know I only have the real deal on this show anyway. But she is the real, real deal. Like I said in the episode, I'm going to share all of her information in the notes for this episode so that you can check her out. Like I said, she's on, she has a blog. She's on Facebook. She has a Facebook page and group. She's on Instagram. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Twitter. She's on Pinterest. So there are plenty of ways to get in contact with Amber. And trust me, you need to, because I I can tell you, even after we got done uh, recording, we stayed on and we talked for another half hour. She is just such an inspiration and just such a good person, Um, just a genuinely good person, you guys. So I hope that you enjoyed that episode and I hope you enjoyed the conversation that we had. Please, please check out the um, check out the episode notes so you can figure out how to follow her, how to find her and just, um, you know, God bless on what on all the amazing, you know, knowledge you are going to procure from having her in your life. I am just so thrilled that her and I were able to connect. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Taking Back You Momcast, and I'm going to do it this week like I do every single week. If you think that this episode was, you know, important for moms and something that needs to be shared, then by all means, share this episode. Subscribe to this podcast. The way that we get, you know, we get more episodes and more people who are brilliant and amazing like Amber to come on and talk to us is when we show up. So please, please, please subscribe subscribe to this podcast, the Taking Back You Momcast. Switching gears, I want to talk to you about something that we are going to be doing starting on Friday, Mom Business May. So listen, if you were a part of Mom Business May last year, we worked with moms 
the entire month of May, because, you know, duh, May is for moms, to help them start their at-home businesses. And I got such positive feedback and so many people enjoyed it that we decided to do it again this year. And this year, we are not limiting it to just at-home businesses. We are helping all moms in whatever facet of business assity they want to take on. We are going to help you start and grow your business. And we're going to do it a little bit different this year. We have a Facebook group. So you can go to Facebook com slash groups slash mom business may 2020 for a free 30 day online virtual workshop we're going to be learning um all sorts of things, step-by-step, step, how to start your business, how to grow your business. If you have questions, you can ask them within the group. There are going to be other boss moms, other amazing women that I have procured throughout the year to come on. They're going to give training. They're going to give tips. They're going to share tools. This is going to be such a great experience. So make sure you join us and you go to that Facebook page, that Facebook group. Also, if you have more questions and you're like, okay, wait, what? What's going on? Find me on Facebook. You can message me on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Danny Carter Iddens. You can go to facebook.com slash Taking Back You Momcast, or you can go email me directly, Danny at dannycarteridens.com, if you want to be a part of this amazing group. Okay, guys, I wanted to let you know that, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I cannot wait to get started on Mom Business May. It's just in a couple of days. Ah! All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.